Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi, I'm Max. And I'm Skylar. Recently, we decided to start watching Bob's Burgers to see what it was all about. And it didn't take us long to become completely obsessed with the show. But one of the things we love the most about the show is the brilliant end credit sequences. Which is why we created this podcast. Each week, we're going episode by episode to talk about the elaborate end credits. We're excited to have you join us right here on Bob's Credits. We'll make sure the Bob's Burgers end credits get the credit they're due. All right! Chip chipperoo, everyone. Chip chipperoo. Oh, I got you to say it. I love when you say it, and the listeners love when you say it too. I know it. Oh, is that is that from hard hard data you've collected? I have. Yes, I've gone through every DM, and everyone talks about it. They're like, we love when Skylar says chip chipperoo. <laughs> All right, I love it. I don't have like a pun to tie us into the episode. Um, we're gonna get silent or silenced. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that we can bring that phrase into every single episode of the podcast. Are you were you silence of, of the, the lambs? Oh. Or were you silent. silenced? Is Biscuit not silent right now or was he silenced? Biscuit, I think we let them know we're here. He's such a tough guy when he hears someone outside. Yes. This could go on for hours. Yeah. Biscuit, you know we're recording a podcast here, right? He doesn't care. We've got a, an episode of Bob's to get into. We've got some credits to get into. But first up, we have a Patreon subscriber to thank, and we have to burger pun their name. Let's do it. Thank you so much, Janelle Lopez. Janelle Lopez, moving forward, you'll be known as the Bell Pepper Smoked Eggs Burger. Classic clean puns. Love it. Love it. So super excited to have you, Janelle. Thank you. Beyond excited. Thank you for joining us over on Patreon. If you'd like your name, Burger Pun, right here on the show, go over to patreon.com slash Bob's Credits. Sign up for the appropriate tier. We have a bunch of tiers with all sorts of fun options for you, depending on which one fits. Go check it out. Uh, We have a lot of fun stuff over there. I also just want to say, for those of you who listen all the time, and we've got to do these little Patreon promos, thank you. Because... Patreon and uh, our shop and all that stuff that we have to promote on this podcast is how we keep this show going. And we work very hard on this podcast. And we just appreciate that, you know, you're not like annoyed that we've got to do these salesy things to keep going. You're being so sweet and earnest right now. Y'all, we love you. You can always fast forward through anything, but 
we love you. Thanks for embracing all of us. Yeah. But also, you know, you get some really great stuff with Patreon and with our shop, which is uh, bobscredits.com slash shop. Yeah, we've you been get enjoying some fun stuff and you can help support the podcast that way. Yes. Are you ready for Skylar Sides? The fun facts before the fun facts. Dish it, girl. Plot twist. I actually have one thing I want to do before Skylar Sides. Um, I got this message February 13th at 4.44 a.m. And I wanted to read it. Let me preface this by saying, do you remember the Gene episode with the laser show? Yeah. Of course, right? I woke up a few months ago, I guess last month, and I was like, I was so hard on that episode, which I still stand by all my beliefs that I liked the trapeze father-son date more than this one, but I got a really great DM and I just wanted to share it. Yeah, please. This is from Amy, longtime listener. Love you, Amy. She says, hi, hi, listening to the current ep, the laser show one. And I can't remember if I've said this, but this ep always makes me think of my dad and bro. My dad was a huge Pink Floyd guy, and the planetarium used to do Pink Floyd laser shows that they'd go to. I went once and was Gene. It was a lot. (laughs) Anyway, from one dead dad club member to another, love you guys. Oh, that's sweet. See, that's the beauty of Bob's. Yes. You just find this connection... And Bob is the ultimate dad. I just wanted to take a minute to honor her dad. I know what a big deal it is when you're watching a beloved show and something reminds you of someone you've lost so much. And I just wanted to shout that out because it's important to make space for that on our podcast. At least it is for me. I 100% agree. And I also want to say that we we say this all the time, but... Every Bob's Burgers episode is so good. And sometimes we're, because we have this podcast, we're a little bit harder on specific episodes because, you know, that's what this podcast is. But we're here because we love Bob's Burgers and every single episode of Bob's Burgers, pretty much. Yes. But it also is about certain life experiences. Of like, course. art is subjective. Mm-hmm. Like, so there's like, is this episode working in an entertaining way? way and then there's like what am i drawn to personality wise we recently posted a poll about um which recent season 13 episode you liked more tina's bird watching one or the april fools one and everybody's opinions were so different and i loved that yeah i i completely agree and yeah i know we love those two episodes and some people thought they were like eh you know, it's like the, it's it's like you said. It's just everyone's got their whatever hits for them is different. Exactly. Um, which is part of art that we watched this one movie for Oscar season after Sun, and it was the most profound movie of my life. And I was talking with someone, and he was like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> "Anyway, are you ready for Skylar Sides now?" Speaking of art, we're going to get into art in this episode. There is a big art storyline. Uh, there is. It's poster related. A collage. A poster. Teddy's poster. Oh, <laughs> I wouldn't call that art. 
Well, that's well, subjective. that's part of yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Skylar sides. I read a great interview with H. John Benjamin, and I have some some fun sides to throw in today. Oh, do it in his voice. If only, <laughs> if only, if you're not following him on Instagram, go do it. His voice could just soothe me away. Anyway, he was asked, why does this show have so much longevity, right? Like we off, we talk about this a lot on this podcast. Why do some shows quality stay and why do some go down the gutter? It's a great question. And we were actually just talking on our Patreon because we do instant thoughts right when Bob's airs an episode. We put our instant thoughts up and within that we were talking about like season 13 is proving that Bob's still has it. So H. John Benjamin was asked this question and he really credits Lauren Bouchard, Nora Smith, and Bernard Derriman. Derriman. And our podcast. Yes, yes. But that was number one, of course. Of course. The three head honchos of the show have really stuck around and really are still very close to the show, which is very, very important. We- I agree. I feel like mm-hmm. you can, sorry, I don't mean to. No, I want to hear. But I feel like you can feel kind of when a creator kind of like has had enough with the show and has like handed over the reins and stuff like that. And you can feel that they're still, they love this show so mm-hmm. much and that they still want to keep doing it too. And it's not just they're doing it because it's a cash cow. Yeah. I started this thing once and it took off. I mean, and- that doesn't hurt, but still. No. <laughs> um, Sorry to be mean about what we do in the shadows, but Max and I were so obsessed with that TV show. And then they changed showrunners, right? Yeah, I think that's the case. Yeah, you know, it's uh, Jermaine Clement who did the movie and was in the movie. And mm-hmm. he was kind of like the, the showrunner for the first season. And it's 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 still a good show, but it there's definitely been a shift in what the show is for me. I still think it's a great show, but I I don't think it's as funny. It's It isn't what... I was hoping it would be in the third season. I'll keep watching it for sure. Yeah. Um, and I might love the next season. Anyway, so H. John Benjamin also credited the writers. He believes that the uh, basically the original writing staff is still working on Bob's Burgers, which is huge, unheard of for 12 seasons, which probably says they have a good work environment. He said that there's a lot of turnover obviously a production this big has a million spots i just met someone who works on bob's burgers who's in the it department basically developing programs and tech stuff i don't know um so there is a lot of turnover but this main kind of writers are still on the show and so this is very special um and why i think bob's is still going so strong yeah I think it it has to like if you care about your show and you care about your characters and you, it's it's going to be a different experience than if you know you don't obviously. Yes. Are you ready for a little Bob pun or Max pun? I am. Okay, we are doing store next door this week. Great. These are all uh, movie related. We'll get some movie themes. Oh, fun. Here. Okay. Your first pun is 
You can't handle the Ruth baseball cards. Max. Bob's. Shit. Your next pun is, say hello to my little French language school. Max. Bob's. Oh my gosh. Your next pun is, wax on, wax off, body hair removal. Max. Yes. (laughs) I'm just going to keep going. And your final pun is, you complete me, puzzles. Oh, that's so good. Oh, it's so good. Bob's. Max. You got one. Good job. Hey, last week you dominated. I did? So you did, yes. Should we get into this episode? Let's do it. It's a good one. Okay. Skylar, can we have the title and synopsis for season eight, episode two, please? The title is The Silence of the Louise. The Wagstaff kids have won a trip to Wetty Seti Go, the local water park. But just as soon as they win it, it's taken away. Someone has massacred Mr. Franz dolls, and they can't go until they find the culprit. And so, Louise turns to Millie, the most deranged mind she knows, to crack the case. Meanwhile, Teddy has an inspired idea for a poster business. This episode came out on October 15th, 2017. It was written by Craig Thompson and directed by Chris Song. Before we jump into this episode, I have one more dead dad thing. The store <laughs> next door in this episode yeah. is that thong you do. <laughs> And I just had to shout it out because that thing you do was like my favorite movie growing up. And my dad made me a Halloween costume and it was a blockbuster video and I got to choose what movie the blockbuster video was. And I chose that thing you do. That's so cute. Um, Didn't know I'd ever be talking about thongs and my dad, but... That thong you do. Really, really loved that store next door. For those of you born uh, after the year 2000, Blockbuster Video was it. <laughs> yeah, they have to know. Like, there's, it's such a meme, Blockbuster Video. It's such a meme for us, but but I feel like Gen Z loves retro stuff. Not that Blockbuster... Is Blockbuster retro? It is at this point. We have to accept it. Okay. It's okay. All right. Let's chat about this episode. Tell me about it. Every beat was phenomenal to me. This is such a good episode. First of all, obviously the title is a play on Silence of the Lambs, and the plot is a play on Silence of the Lambs. What a great way to take this plot where someone's trying to figure out a mystery or a case and has to turn to, um, I guess we'd say, a sociopath or a psychopath Mm -hmm. who thinks that way mm-hmm. you know that's the plot of Silence of the lamps that movie is so good it is and has so many iconic things to draw from let's stick with the silence of the lambs situation for a second millie's hard candy fava bean <laughs> was <thing>. so <laughs> good and molly shannon come on we love molly shannon we love millie we did i you know i know we promote it all the time but we did an evolution of Millie episode on our Patreon that was so much fun to do, to do like a deep dive into Millie and like talk. Yes. We talked about this episode a lot on there because we learned a lot about Millie in this episode. We like fought for 
10 minutes about if she's a psychopath we did, or not. We, did. we really got into it in that and one. I it's so much fun. Die on that hill I was standing on. Let's just stick with Millie quickly because I want to talk about the whole episode soon. But I love the character development because Louise kind of likes hanging out with her. And I liked that. Well, why that. wouldn't she? She does all the things that Louise likes. Oh, <laughs> good point. I mean, that Dance Dance Revolution looks like fun. We're going to get into a whole bunch of Dance Dance Revolution. We sure are. Know, spoiler alert for the end credits. But let's start at the beginning of this episode. The Massacre. Of Mr. Franz dolls. No, no, no. Winning the reading contest. Louise reading Old Yeller. And and feeling like she doesn't want to read as is and feeling spurned because we all know how Old Yeller ends if you don't know. Keep it that way. Yeah. But if you watch this episode, I guess you do know. Mm-hmm. It's just so funny for her to be like, this is it. This is why I don't read. Yes. But I love seeing all the kids band together to win this thing. Jocelyn has a great moment when they're kind of giving their book reports. So many great characters. Zeke trying to sacrifice himself so that the kids can go to the the water park. But more importantly, Jimmy Jr. gets his water park day. It's so great. It's so good. (laughs) I love the genre parodies. Like... Jimmy Jr. being like, he needs help. He needs help. It's so good. And I just I just think the plot is really, really good. It's not a plot you can necessarily predict or see through, which makes it particularly satisfying. The tie-in from Old Yeller to Mr. Fraun being the one who does this. And then the reveal of why they did it. A great plant and payoff. Jimmy Jr. <laughs> And Zeke tell Mr. Fron that he smells like Zeke's aunt. Zeke's aunt with his chamomile. This tea. caramel. Yeah. Uh, no, I think it's a coffee. Uh-huh. It's a coffee pod, which is like a plant and payoff. Like the the uh, the staff is already reeking of coffee. So I love the reveal that they just got a little too ad- addicted to the pods and they messed up. Those three characters together, I didn't. I'd never imagined them before. Miss LeBond's, uh, Mr. Frond, and... Mr. Ambrose. Mr. Ambrose. The flashback scene where they kind of put gray over it so you know it's a flashback. It's just so funny. They're so great together. Mr. Bronca, just please talk about how good he is in this episode. He has one line, or Mm -hmm. like two lines, and he is just everything. Mm -hmm. One of Skylar's favorites. Yeah. He's never wasted. When you put a Mr. Bronca cameo in an episode. Okay, so Millie is obsessed with Louise to the point that she has an exact replica of Louise's bedroom as her bedroom. Mm-hmm. Her mom knows exactly who Louise is without having met her before, just from seeing her on her doorstep, because there's so many pictures drawn of <laughs> Louise in her house. The mom not being like concerned about that and just being almost as excited to meet Louise. Well... Millie has sold it as if they are best friends. True. So a little less concerning when you actually think this is a relationship. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I like how Millie kind of refers to Jean and Tina as not Louise. Boy and not Louise girl. Yeah. It reminds me of Mr. Fishetter's like little Bobs. Yeah. (laughs) Less Bob. Lesser Bobs or whatever. He He calls them something different every time. But So good. Jean and Louise are also phenomenal in this episode too. 
You mean Tina and Louise? Yeah, Tina and Jean. Yes, that's so, what I meant. Yeah. Yeah. Tina and Louise. Wow. This Tina, must be what it's like to have children. Like, you you're one know. of them. Yeah, that's why you always call them by the wrong name. Um, Tina and Jean, yes, with the trampoline. Tramp. Oline. Named Eileen. Named Oline. Yeah. Tramp. It made me want to sing Jolene. When Tramp. when do we not? Oline, Oline, Oline. Oh, that, these credits, spoiler, are great, but I would have taken that tra- too. Trampoline. Jolene. Uh, yeah, that would. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. It's been funny. couple fun facts for you. Please. Oh, wait, let's talk about the, the B story real quick. Okay, you tell me. One of the most memorable B stories, I feel like just because of the today is tomorrow's yesterday on a sunset poster gets locked into your brain. We all know these posters. We all know these Instagram posts. We know what they're parodying. Yes. And it's so well done. It's so well done, but particularly well done because there's something about this phrase that actually is poignant. It's still cheesy and, but at least it's not like, let's work together. Like it's like, there's something a little deeper. Yeah. They mentioned the like uh, hang in there poster. Do you remember that hang in there poster? It's a cat. Yes. So I had one 
as a kid in the 90s that was like no. a, well, it was like a play on that it's the cat hanging from a branch and instead of like hanging there it says well comma shit okay that is your dad's sense of humor being projected onto you as a child yeah like, it's i also love like, it it's also like being 12 years old and be like ah like, shit haha it's up in my I've room got edge. yeah oh my gosh have you told the story of that Halloween costume when you wanted to go as the Mar- Marble Burl Man? No, it wasn't the Marble Man. It was Joe Camel. Joe Camel. <laughs> Joe Camel. I think you've told it on the podcast before. I don't know if I have, but I'll tell it again. Okay. One year, I think I it was probably around 12, 13 years old. Yeah. Uh, Early 90s. In like middle school, junior high. Uh-huh. I had to get a Halloween costume, and my dad took me to the Halloween store. And my dad's kind of like... Go do whatever you want when he's on those errands as a kid. And I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do. And I see a camel uh, mask. And I was like, maybe I could just be Joe Camel, who was, (laughs) if you don't know, from the 90s, was this cartoon that promoted camel cigarettes. And it was a big controversy because it was like kids liked him because he was a cartoon. And he was like all smoking and stuff like that. (laughs) But my dad was like, oh, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. Yeah. All you need is the like, he was like, um, personified so he was a camel but he dressed like a human so i got the camel mask and wore a suit cut a little hole in the mask so i could have a cigarette (laughs) i'm sorry (laughs) and i remember this girl in my school in the in the grade above me i believe and she was very she was very she was like the like jessica yeah and she was like do you really think that's funny you're promoting smoking and i was like really like you got a problem with this girl you got a problem with this come on um but (laughs) It's just funny that my dad was like, oh, this is fine. No problem. Go off to school and be a smoking camel. It was funny, though. I thought it was funny. It was great. None of the uh, teachers seemed to care. It was just this... Chloe was her name. Of course it was Chloe. Yeah. Sorry of to course. any Chloes out there, but in, in middle school, a Chloe was always like mm-hmm. sassy. Anyway, we digress. Oh, posters. Yeah. Linda puts it up over the choking poster because she thinks the choking poster is sad. I liked Teddy paired up with someone besides Bob because let someone else deal with Teddy's neuroses. And, I agree. Yeah. yeah. And um, let's talk about his partner, Janine, who is a kind of a big character intro because this is the first time we meet the owner of Yours Truly, which mm-hmm. has been we've seen so many times across the way from Bob's Burgers. It's right across the way, right next to Jimmy Pesto's. And we've never been inside and we've never seen the proprietor and now we see both very exciting day for bob's fans i love a stationary store love it i do too do you no i don't know why i said that i was reading my notes and i just like had to like respond to you yeah i know (laughs) i do not love a stationary store i don't even know that i've been in one what did i ask you the other night i was like is that does this look okay and you were like yes like, you were so adamant. And I was like, you didn't look at it. <laughs> <laughs> Automatic replies. Who's with me? Janine is voiced by Lennon Parham, who is a comic performer. And, you know, you recognize her if you see her. Typical. This guy was looking at me like, always someone <laughs> like that. We'll, Janine, we'll see her a few more times in the show in, like, non-speaking appearances. But she'll have some lines in season 11. Uh, mommy's boy that episode i think we were talking about that episode in discord is that the one where 
Gene gets sad because he can't have his spot Sunday spa days with his mom. I think so. I can't remember. Yes, it is. I looked um, it up. Okay. Yeah. Then trust me. Okay, I believe you. The only thing I want to say here is that I love the moment where uh, Bob actually gets inspired by the poster <laughs> after staring at it for a while and is able to accomplish all these things that he wasn't able to before. And I leaned over to you and I said, Teddy's poster is like Bob's ADHD meds because there's a big difference in our household when I'm on my ADHD meds. And yes. Skylar will say, wow, you did you take your medicine today? And I'm like, yeah, I sure did. Because we both work in our apartment, I we both try and respect each other's uh, personal space, like don't barge in and be like, can I ask you a business question? So I email Max a lot so he can get back to me on his own time. He doesn't reply very frequently, but if he has taken his meds, I have like seven email replies from Max. Yeah, you've created just taken a care of business. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway. <laughs> did you take your meds yesterday? I did. Yes. Yes, you were. You were texting me about our car lease. <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> I was on top of everything. Yep. Uh, it works. And so does Teddy's poster, apparently. Anything else you want to say about this episode before we start getting the end credits? I just have to say I love the trampoline bit and like Tina and Jean are watching Jurassic Park from the neighbors. And just want to say this is one of those where every single line, every single scene is funny. So we'll have to do a commentary over on Patreon because... There's too much to talk about. It's that good of an episode, I think. Yeah, we're going to yeah. do a commentary episode on this one for sure. Maybe we'll do that a couple episodes from now yeah. over there. Should we get in the end credits? Let's do it. Okay, the final moment before the end credits. The kids have made it to the water park. And Millie and Louise are going to have one last moment. Well, Millie, that's a nice swimsuit we're wearing. We look good. Thank you, Louise, as do we. You want to go watch the wedgies down at the big slide? And after that, we could just move in together. Easy, easy. Okay, a hundred sleepovers. I'll squeeze you in for a lunch. I get to chew your food. Millie! Play dates, play dates, having lots of play dates. I'm gonna play with you till we die. That final moment is great. Visually, it's really great, too, because they are wearing the same swimsuit, and Millie has a pink cap swim cap on, which is like Louise's bunny ears. Yeah, I'm surprised she hasn't tracked down bunny ears herself. Yeah. Maybe very, very difficult. Maybe. So what happens as we get into the end credits? What's going on? Classic end credit scene. But not entirely. But not entirely, because we have Teddy's inspirational sunset photo over the choking poster. Yeah, we've it's it's like the camera is pulled back a lot further than it typically is in the standard kitchen oh, sequence, so that it. we can see that little like I think there's a freezer there or something or a fridge, mm -hmm. and the poster is is yeah is hung up there. And in the foreground, we've got Louise and Millie on their little like dance dance revolution pads. This choreography that they this like eight count sequence they do a couple times. I'm it it soothes me. I'm just I love it. Have They're ever, so in sync. Have you ever played Dance Dance Revolution? Have I ever played Dance Dance Revolution? Wow. Okay. You have. I never yeah. have. What? Yeah, I never played it's it. It's so addicting. Oh, we should go play. You want to go to Dave and Buster's after this? Yeah. You would have so much fun. Skylar and I went to Dave and Buster's once for a friend's birthday, and 
we played this video, this racing game, mm-hmm. and it takes a picture of your face for like when you're. De- <laughs> but for some reason, this the the screen froze, and Skylar's face was like on the screen permanently. For hours. Like, yeah, every time we walked by, <laughs> Skylar's face and it had a really funny like racing face. <laughs> Good story, Max. Good story. Yeah, so that's that's the scenario. We got Teddy is through the service window in his normal seat eating a burger, and I said, "What." is teddy doing max yeah because things are going to start happening and we got this lovely playdate song which we heard as a montage in the episode lovely undersells it it's a it's fantastic song it's a fantastic song my favorite part is like till we die it's so perfect because it's so milly should we see what else happens here there's a lot going on This is where Teddy started doing something and you were like, what is going on? And he's like, his mouth is going real wide. And then he's like pointing to himself. And then even uh, Linda makes her way into the window and looks at him and kind of like calls out to Bob. And look at what you freezed on. Bob running. Hysterical. Yeah, Bob turns to run out of the kitchen to go see what's wrong with Teddy. This is so good. So Bob, like, kind of hits him on the back to try and get him Teddy to stop choking. As one would do if you didn't know what to do. Yeah. This reminds me that I signed up for that online CPR course. You and I are both going to sit and learn it. Yes. But I, this is what happens when you have OCD, but I feel very strongly I need to learn the Heimlich maneuver for Biscuit. Biscuit. Yeah. And that's not even funny. Yeah. No, we're going to do dog CPR too. Anyway, Bob gets over there. It's not working. Then he remembers, oh, I've got a choking poster, which he then has to run into the kitchen. By the way, Louise and Millie just dancing, doing their dance dance revolution throughout all this. Bob runs in, pulls down Teddy's poster so that he can see how to properly perform the Heimlich. He even like puts his finger on the poster as if he's like scanning and reading. Yeah. (laughs) And then he, he runs back all the way behind Teddy, starts performing the Heimlich. Linda's just watching all this happen. Tina's just prepping burgers. I'm wondering if she's daydreaming about... Yeah, she's definitely uh, thinking about jumping on a trampoline, probably. Oh, or no, she's thinking about Jimmy Jr. in his bathing suit. <laughs> yes. I just have to point out, because that was such an effing funny moment. When they're at the water park, Tina looks ridiculous. She looks awkward, teenager Awkward preteen all the way. Goggles. Goggles, one uh, piece, snorkel. Jimmy Jr. walks by and she's like, oh, Jimmy Jr. Like, because you want to hang out with your crush at the water park. Of course. Hysterical. And we haven't seen Gene yet, but let's see how this all finishes. How does that all end there okay so bob does the heimlich maneuver a piece a large piece of burger shoots through the kitchen window lands kind of in between the dance dance revolution mats that louise and millie are playing on the and then gene starts walking by classic right to left here's the problem I got really worried Gene was going to pick that hamburger up and eat it. I did, and he still might, because as he's walking by, he actually turns and looks at it. Oh, no! 
one. I hope he did not eat it, but I could see that happening. Oh my gosh. Do you want the lyrics to Playdates? I don't think I need them, but I love hearing them, so it's, go ahead. You pretty much got it. It's Playdates, Playdates, having lots of Playdates. I'm going to play with you till we die. Playdates, Playdates, super fun Playdates, going to play together till we die. Just I that. love it. Yeah. I love it. I love the performance of it so much. It's the perfect montage song, too. Mm-hmm. Um, here's my thought. Yeah. Louise invited Millie over. I'm proud of her. Yeah, but she made her bring Dance Dance Revolution. Yeah, she's she made using her. Bring her. her pads. I don't but know she what likes they, her. they set it up in the kitchen somehow. Bob's like, please don't. Okay. Yeah, okay. I yeah, I love that we make these end credit sequences real. Real. In our Sorry, brain. we do it. That's what we do. That's what this sue podcast us. is for. Don't sue. Don't sue us. Don't sue My us. My OCD please. is like, yes. don't sue us. Please, <laughs> nobody out there sue us. Please, we're we're begging you. <laughs> I don't want to do highlights or lowlights because I honestly don't have any highlights. It's or, perfection. Sorry, I don't have any lowlights. I have perfection. so many highlights. Should we score them? Yes. We score on a scale of 1 to 10 H's at the end of Tina's uh. uh. Ready? Together? 1, 2, 3, 10. ten. Yes. 100%. Iconic. Let's talk about it real quick. I love a standard kitchen sequence. I love the song. I love... All the reference it has references to both stories and continues to the plot, and it's like such a good. You know what this reminds me of? Like a tag at the end, like in classic comedies, like The Office. There'll be a tag. Usually, it does relate to the A or B plot. Um, so this is almost instead of the end credits, it's almost like a tag because you're taking a joke planted in the episode and continuing on it, and it's mwah, perfection. Yeah, it's. It's almost like a mini episode in itself when you really think about it, because it's like the story is Bob's trying to run the restaurant and there's so much chaos going on around him. He's got to go help Teddy, who's choking while he's trying to cook and stuff like that. It's it's a three it's, act it's a structure mini episode. Yeah, definitely a ten end credit sequence. The song is fantastic, as we've said. The dance dance revolution choreography phenomenal. I was right. Maybe it is an eight count. It. Maybe we should learn I, it and try I, it ourselves. I kind of already learned it while we were watching. Okay. Will you teach me after this? Left, right, left, right. What is this called? Football fast feet. <laughs> There's speaking of my childhood, by the way, we've, we had a lot of references to that. The original Nintendo system uh-huh. used to have, I think it was like a, a track pad. Mm-hmm. So it, had, it was like this plat pad you laid down and it mostly worked with like the uh, Nintendo sports thing. Oh, and cool. there was like a track game where you would have to like run in place like that. Yes, on that's it. one of the moves they it do. It was like, it was the stupidest thing. It didn't work great. But is it stupid? Because I loved it as a kid. Yeah. I just don't, I just think it was, uh, it was a little bit ahead of its time. It yeah. So like, it didn't quite work as well as it should have. Yeah. Or it's kind of just... like you would like with the Wii or Switch now, how it, Really works. Yeah, really like works with your movements and stuff like that. But it was just, you I really love had to, it. Like, pound on it. Good way to get me moving as a kid, though. Anyway, anything else it. you want to say about this episode or show or this? No, I love end it. Credits? Okay. I love it. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Those were the end credits to the Silence of Louise. Go follow us on social media, Bob's Credits, wherever you do your social media. And hey, if you love this episode and if you love this podcast. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. It is the best way to help us out without, you know, free of charge. Just 
really helps us out. It, it Yeah, it supports us and we appreciate it. And we also love hearing what you love about the podcast and just like your thoughts about it. So thank you. And if you can do that, it means the world to us. Anything you want to say to everyone before we get out of here? I'm just going to say stay stocky. I love it. Let's go trampoline. Oh, I love the trampoline.